Welcome to Lunch Plus. It is such a great day. We're excited to be here with you. I didn't open in an accent because I'm sitting by Paul today and while Buddy appreciates it, I feel like Paul could smack me. So I didn't I didn't do hello, Puppet. <laughs> but we're Duh. super excited to have you on with us today. Take time right now and share the broadcast. Somebody that you know <laughs> is gonna be really blessed by it. And it's gonna be a fun day because we've got awesome stuff coming up on today's episode. Here's what we got coming up today, starting off. The broadcast at noon, we will be having Food Mash. I already saw some of the stuff that's going to be over there. I'm not excited. That's all I have to say about <laughs> so that. So you should be excited. So you, Yeah, I guess you should be excited. After mm. Food Mash, we have our next episode of Truth Talk, and that's going to be some powerful stuff. After Truth Talk, we have Barrett's top 10. Barrett, what's your top 10 today? Guess it in the comments right now. Guess what the list is today. All right, we'll find out later, apparently. After <laughs> so, well. so yeah, make your guess. But we got top ten, and then after top ten, we have the man who would be king. Da -da -da. Are you in musical form now? Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It just came, came out of my spirit. Like you tried yesterday to lie, basically, and say that you weren't a musical guy, but man, oh man, I'm feeling are you like this musical? is coming out. It's, like, it's who you are. No, it's just the ones that I know. <laughs> And the ones that I like are the ones that I like. Kevin's guess is top 10 best salad dressings. Is there 10 salad dressings? I really want to make that list now. I only know of Ranch and Thousand Island. I, I really want to make and this Catalina. list now. Wow. Oh, top 10 ranch brands. You got Thousand Island. No. Hidden <laughs> you got Valley. Hidden Valley is what <laughs> I'm saying. Start with Hidden Valley. Yeah, Hidden Valley. <laughs> and then the others, Kraft. Macaroni and cheese. Okay, right now it is family chat time. So as you're hopping on, I'm holding this Dunkin' Donuts cup because I'm believing by faith that the more I hold their products on camera, I'm, we're going to get sponsored by them. So Today's broadcast is brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. I almost, iced coffee? I almost said eat fresh, but that Tim Hortons. <laughs> um, or McDonald's or yeah. Subway or whatever it it's is. It's Subway. Sure. Subway, know. eat fresh. I don't know. Um, but... Right now, it is family chat time, and we started a new series of questions yesterday called Roommate Application. We want to know, if we were to go on vacation with y'all, would we be able to be in the same space for a period of time? Like, George and I have, through, like, work trips and stuff, we have gone with Paul and Jade different places. Jade and I actually like went on to a minister's conference together and we've had to like be in the same space. And these are important things to find out. This is real family talk, guys. Could we vacation together? Let's find out. On today's first question as Buddy disappears off the camera. Question number one. Are you a cook at home person or a takeout person? Most frequently, which one are you? Cook out? at home or cook at home or a takeout person? Mm. Abby a, immediately says takeout. It's a mood thing. <laughs> yes. It's, but that's which a happens hard... most frequently? Cook at home. Yeah, we're, we're cook at home people. But now this is family Paul. <laughs> now, when it was Paul and roommates, yes. it was eat out every meal of the day. <laughs> 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 We have, we have a lot of takeout people. Jade says that she's both, but probably takeout if she's being honest. So Paul's wife hey, says takeout. Let's call Jade. 
she doesn't cooking. she doesn't like to cook <laughs> and sometimes it's best that she doesn't <laughs> love you pastor, she knows it she oh, knows it her fingers are going she's putting something in the comments pastor and i'm Cole excited says for that it. she prefers to cook but her schedule often demands taking it out <laughs> william says eating out happens more often but he'd cook more often if he could kevin says take out jade says that she likes the idea of cooking at home uh, johnny cook, cook at street home. home cook street home Cook Saint yeah. Home. No, no, we're cook Saint Home. Serena and I we're cook at home people. I've um, noticed this about you. Yeah. Like moving here, literally. <laughs> when we moved here, we ate more like honestly before we moved here, I it's been months since we've had any kind of takeout or any kind of um, fast food. Fast stuff. food. But then the sec, the like the week we moved here, like all we had was fast food. And it's like, I don't understand. Yeah, I this remember you type asking life. Do, does anybody Eat at home? <laughs> like, does, anybody cook? does anybody here cook or is it just all? Hi, Mama Crabtree. It's great to have you on the broadcast. She says that she's a takeout due to scheduling. Mm -hmm. Did you watch the broadcast yesterday? Buddy's mom said hello to me and said, hey, Barrett, heart, mom. And then to me, she said, hey, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Crabtree, I love you. Um, Kevin Nowicki mm. says that he prefers grilling at home, though. Pastor Nicole says homemade food is so much better and so much better for you. Um, mm, I depends on who's cooking. Like if you're true. like deep south cooking, I don't that's know true. if it's that much better for you. <laughs> that is true. Where everything's got grease and. Mm -hmm. I I at my core am a takeout person. Mm -hmm. Also because mm -hmm. the schedule demands for it, but I also prefer it that way. Yeah. By the way, last night Serena and I we made uh, homemade chicken. Fried chicken tenders with and you homemade mac share? and cheese. No, heck no. Um, <laughs> this is for us. No. Ouch. I don't take it out Hello, of my home. Barrett and Buddy. Thanks, Mom. Barrett first, though. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. I like that. It's because the A comes before the U. Sure. We'll say that's why. Sure. <laughs> Tell me more about the food you didn't bring to share with us. Yes. It was really good. <laughs> and um, by the way, happy National Chicken Wing Day, everybody. Uh, put in the comments if you prefer flats or, or legs. What? Flats, flats or, or drums? Or drumsticks? On chicken wings? It's all chicken wings. It's all flats chicken. are the... Which do you prefer? I'm, we've shared... Who did I share? You. You asked me which one I preferred the other day because I shared a chicken wing with you and I'm like, I don't care, they're chicken. Flats are the best. Because you can snap them and then... And that way oh, you look. don't make any mess. Mom said and Paul. Heart. Heart. Yes. Kevin says flats, William says flats, Priscilla says leg, legs, no wings, please. Interesting. Um, Jade says, are you saying flats or flaps? Um, Pastor well, the Cole flats says. Flats are the flaps, I don't know. I mean, they're <laughs> called flats, but you can call them flats because they <laughs> if, flap. If you want to. But I they don't flap Jade. anymore, so they're just flat. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel says legs. Pastor Nicole says it's also National Lasagna Day. So if you would like to bless the broadcast with the lasagna, we will happily and receive And we're having such Italian things. night at Life Group tonight. Whoa. <laughs> okay, second question for roommate application. Dun, dun, dun. What is your favorite way to spend an evening? Because you, as people who have lived with other people, if somebody, if you don't know how your people enjoy to spend evenings, it can be a very hostile living arrangement. If somebody's like blaring Metallica at 11 at night while Buddy's sleeping. <laughs> okay, how do you enjoy spending your evening? Holly says reading. No. <laughs> what do you like to do? Um, we, Either of y'all. We 
usually just sit down and like watch, watch TV together or watch like a show or a movie or something and just relax. That's kind of what we do. It usually starts as sitting down and watching TV, but then sometime like 15 minutes into it, it becomes dad's a jungle gym, let's jump on his back and try to beat him up. <laughs> that's awesome. So there's never really a relaxing time as, as that, a father. You're, that's what Jade does? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I feel like whenever you find out that you're going to have a kid, they should, they should get every dad like a warning that says, you are now a giant jungle gym. Congratulations. <laughs> Jade says that her evening is wrapped in a blanket eating chips. Um, <laughs> Julie says playing games or movies. Joe says me and Bella, video games and reading stuff. Johnny says video games. Priscilla says movie, crochet, read the word, play games with Joe. So you want to hear a really funny story about Jade and the blanket? <laughs> uh, Oliver falling the other day? Yes. Is that the story? So Jade has a mermaid tail blanket that I purchased for her for Christmas. So <laughs> she puts her legs in and it encases her legs like a mermaid tail. And our son fell off the top bunk. Jade immediately goes into mom mode, went to jump up and forgot the blanket was around her legs and immediately like fell into the dog kennel. <laughs> like, so as, as I ran by, I was like, what are you doing? Just stay seated. <laughs> like, went in, I was like, this is twice now. So. so if you're ever curious what it would have been like if Ariel had gotten her tail while she was on land, it would have been something yeah. like that. Bam. Um, okay, I am a I'm a reader at home. George and I have in the past like sat down and watched TV mm. and different things together. But I like we'll typically have dinner, maybe watch something. But I finish the day reading. So that's how that's what our nights look like. I'm a reader. Question number three for roommate application. Bum, ba -da. Our, <laughs> I, it, this was important for <laughs> me to wow. find out about Jade. Are you a chit-chatter or silence person first thing in the morning? If you're curious about Jade, Jade does not <laughs> want to chit-chat first thing in the morning. Um, I also don't particularly want to chit-chat. I don't really want to chit-chat until about 9 a.m. 9-ish. I really don't want to super chat. But Jade, this was, Jade like made this known to me. We shared a hotel room for a week, and she's like, eh, don't do this first thing in the morning. She said it with a polite smile, but it was a, <laughs> no. Oh, wow. uh, Kevin, she has to have coffee first. Joe says silence. Kevin says chit-chat, but keep it quiet. I don't know who said this. I, somebody said dead silent for a little bit. Rachel says chit-chat for sure, unless she didn't get enough sleep. Uh, Priscilla says, silent mornings, I'm in my groove, leave me alone. Julie says, cut the chat. Cut chat? So chat? if, cut if chat? you talk to Julie chat. first thing in the morning, she's going to cut you. Okay. <laughs> like, watch out, living Let with Julie. Let her be. <laughs> Johnny says, silence is great. Buddy's mom, Mama Crabtree, says, my husband is very chatty. Is that true? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really a chatter. I'm more of an aggravator. Paul like, would fall on the chit-chat side. I'm an instigator? I'm, yeah. I'm the one, like, if I'm up and you're still sleeping, like, I'm sorry. But I'm going to, like, purposely roll over top of you like a monster truck, like, shake you, pull the blankets off, like, everything I possibly can to annoy you mm. until you get out of the bed. And then I'll be like, <laughs> good morning. It's true. How did you sleep? It's true. When we did the ELT advance, Marky was a sleeper and is also a silencer first thing in the morning. Um, and, and Paul and I both had this gifting of being the pusher of the buttons. Um, and so we sent Paul's children up to Marky to wake her up. And it was a go jump on her, make her get up. So she, she loved vacationing with us. So it sounds like 
we're we're still decently compatible, but I, I see I see a I see a, a division happening between the silence and the chit chatters. You would need your own vacation homes. <laughs> it looks like we're finding out good information, and that's all the time that we have today for roommate application here on Chit or Chit Chat Family Chat Time. We're excited for the day's episode. Share the broadcast right now. We're going to be back in just a couple seconds with Food Mash. It's going to be a great day. Share it. We'll be back in just a minute. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Lunch Plus. We have an awesome uh, broadcast for you today. Here, let, let's just talk about real quick what's going on today. First up, we have Food Mash. Food Mash is going to be really exciting um, for you, not for me. I don't, I don't even know what I'm looking at right now on this table. Um, after Food Mash, though, we have a, our next Truth Talk video. Uh, after Truth Talk, we have Top 10. Barrett's going to be giving us her Top 10 Fast Food Restaurants. I'm, I'm just looking at her to make sure I'm right. Yes. They're done yesterday. <laughs> top 10 fast food restaurants. After that, we have our next installment, potentially, of the man who would be king. Oh, and remember, guys. Hi again. Remember, <laughs> every single day. <laughs> they, they probably just, I'm just sure they missed my face. Remember. Um, <laughs> what's that funny about? Did you put it in it? Uh, uh, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Remember, everyone. Remember, we are doing a contest every single day to see how quickly we can get to 100 comments. And our 100th commenter will receive a gift from us. So make sure you're active in the comments. You could be our winner of the day. So be chit-chatters. Amen. So with that being said, let's move on to our first segment, which is Food Mash. Alrighty, folks, today on Food Mash, we have Buddy, Paul, and his wife, Jade. I don't know if y'all have seen her before, but if so, welcome, Jade. Welcome. If, if you have seen pretty? her before, welcome, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> She's so pretty. We love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, first off today on Food Mash, our lovely Rachel prepared some things from our previous intro segments. Would you combine these foods? And our first one today is Pop Tarts and Frosting. Yeah. Which? What kind of frosting? Huh? What? I had them by. Well, we can't say names because brands and copyright. Flavor. But it's vanilla because okay. it's Is, Isn't Pop-Tart a brand yep. huh? and copyright? It's, it's a toasty... <laughs> oh, toaster, it's a toaster pastry. Toaster, toaster part. This is, this is the cinnamon <laughs> one. Tart. These are the cinnamon ones, right? Yeah, those are the brown sugar praise, and cinnamon. Praise God. So, All right. So put in the comments if you think this will work together. I'm excited. That's it. a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's... All right, guys. 
<laughs> Holy <laughs> moly! <laughs> I'm just gonna spread this out. This is basically like a. Well, cake. you need to. You need to really experience mm -hmm. it. Yeah. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Kevin said, I go. want some yeah. now. And I will just take this while you're eating. Oh my are goodness. Are we good? Do we I'm just, just dig you know in? What you know what? I mean, these already have icing on them, so yeah. I would assume. Are you just eating it with a spoon? <laughs> no. no. I'm um, experiencing it with you. It's oh, a Pop-Tart cookie. That's what it is. That's good. Good to go. Pop-Tart's icing yeah, go, sandwich. Go right ahead. Praise God. I love my job. <laughs> Mm. This is I'm not toaster a big fan tart of these, these, this and flavor of toaster tart. pastry. Yes. Toaster tart. <laughs> toaster tart. I prefer the strawberry kind. Mm. Yeah, it is well, very, very, very sweet. You get uh -oh. what you get, and you don't pitch a fit. Amen. Wow. Amen. You sound like Oliver. And this is yeah. why my son loves Abby, because I think it's fear. <laughs> you get what you get. She, she you eat what I give you, <laughs> and you that, like it. That, Boy. that should be the new, uh, the new theme for, or the new like slogan for uh, food mash. Get you what eat you what get. you get, and you like it, <laughs> no matter what it is. Like it. I want more of these. This is delicious. You, all right. So overall, buddy, your vote. Um, I'm gonna say, well, it's super sweet, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. Paul, your vote. I'm not a big sweet person, so. It's like too sugary. Like too sugary. My teeth hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and Jade, your mm -hmm. vote. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Well, this has been oh, yeah. fun, and <laughs> I will finish this off later. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite food is cake. So, like, people, people used to ask me growing up, like, what's your favorite food? Now, like, that's right next to steak, but I would always say cake, cake and, and they'd be like, that doesn't count as food. <laughs> so, I, that's why I like <laughs> All right, next up, we have... Pizza and applesauce. Hey, uh, this, my we brought this brother in law is a huge pizza and applesauce. Sure. sure. And Scarlett, and yeah. their yeah. daughter is. So he, this he, is. I don't know what happened. She stayed over there with them one time and she came back. Y'all yeah. <laughs> should be pretty used to this. Yeah, y'all should be pretty used to this. So just dip it in All like right. it's I want the one marinara or something. Is it warm? So this is a no. pepperoni pizza. Cold? Yeah. It okay. was warm before the broadcast. Um, and we have to do like a lot. <gasps> All right, and dive in. Oh, Paul already. Kevin it. said this is a mortal sin. Put in the comments if you think this will work. I have no faith in this. Absolutely, no. guys. Yes, please <laughs> no. put in the comments. That is a hard <laughs> no. No. You know what? I'm pleasantly surprised. But I'm going to eat the rest of the slice. <laughs> no, what I'm are y'all experiencing? Like, what does it taste like? Honestly, though, I, I feel like the applesauce works really well with like the sauce on the pizza. And yeah. you don't like pineapple pizza? No, it's like I really the don't. Same I, first off, it, let me get to it's this. Not. You don't fruit your pizza. <laughs> Whether it's applesauce, pineapple, you don't fruit your pizza. I agree, but no. I don't know why I like this. Well, Way to go. I think Man, it's learned pepperoni. something new about yourself today. I so really have no idea. So the tomato sauce and the applesauce. Yeah, you like? I, technically, tomatoes are fruit, so. Yeah. You know. I'm going to say this yeah. works. So, Buddy says it works. Paul, you said absolutely not, no. but you finished the pizza. Without yeah. applesauce. <laughs> Without applesauce. Without applesauce. And Jade, what do you think? Which I would one? not eat this at home. You would not <laughs> eat it at home. <laughs> so, that's take this home with me. No. <laughs> well, honestly, though, this. No. He's going to get a second piece <laughs> this, with applesauce. Pastor Nicole said no applesauce on pizza unless it's a dessert pizza, and that is true. Like CC's apple 
dessert pizza. Oh, that is, is the pretty best. good. Yeah. But then that's not a pizza; it's dessert. Pie. It's dessert, so, and it also has icing. So does this taste Which like really more helps. dessert or more like this is my lunch? No, it's it's there's a very distinct apple and then pizza flavor mixed mm -hmm. in my mouth, and I don't love that. It's it's different. <laughs> don't love it. <laughs> don't love that. Well, that's great. Y'all are just enjoying the pizza. I'll let y'all finish that. Enjoy that with our next. <laughs> There was one more piece. I mean, Bad throw. <laughs> Bad throw. Well, okay then. I thought it would just land right on the plate and we're comfortable mm. with myself. I'm playing this one. What? I see ramen. This has got cheese We in it. are bringing in an extra guest with this Bear's one. This, this I'm not one, one is <laughs> ramen or, I don't, is ramen a brand? Are we allowed to say ramen? It's uh, like instant it's noodles. Instant, instant noodles. Instant noodles is the brand. Instant Oh no, it's ramen. Right? It's it's some kind of noodles. We're not disclosing what kind of noodles. It's a noodle. And mm -hmm. it is With. mac and cheese powder that you have in like mm. the instant mac and cheese powder. Do so we like have like the cheesy mac and cheese full spaghetti? Here. I think. If cheese is made from powder, it is not cheese. I will <laughs> I refuse to eat that. Pull on mac your and shoe there, Abby. <laughs> It well, is not cheese, that is powder. <laughs> remember it's not Velveeta shells and cheese. Yeah. It's not mac and cheese. Well, remember well you slogan. get what you get and you like it. Yeah. Speaking of liking it, I'm here because I said last week I wanted to eat this. So here we go. <laughs> well, Are Paul we is diving it? in. Go, go, go. That's it. I'll give you a bite. Right <laughs> what? Are y'all experiencing? Describe it to the folks. I'm so I don't dislike this. I think my thing is that the noodles are too mushy. Yeah. I think if the noodles were less mushy, the taste would come through more. But there's a really strong texture of mushness that immediately really? hit my mouth. That's the worst. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh. That is like okay. I think wow. the best way to describe this is a very very poor version of mac and cheese. No. Aww. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. Now, it's a 10 cent pack of noodles with powdered cheese. You can't get any cheaper than that. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'll eat this. I'll for sure eat this. It this works for me. Add some hot sauce and, and like the actual packets that come with the, yeah, like the, the noodle thing. I'm good. Yeah. That, that would flavor. be good. It would be because better. Flavor boost better. I can eat yeah. regular plain noodles with hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> really? This? So is it just the flavor of it or the it's, texture? It's powdered. Yes. It's fake cheese. Well, what about like um, like powdered milk? I mean, I feel like that's real milk. It's just evaporated. Is it not? Evaporated milk is evaporated yeah. milk, which is not a powder. It's like a more of a gelatin. If you evaporate all the liquid and there's does, still liquid does, left, it's not evaporated. Does, is does it? milk? Does it come out of the cow in powder form or liquid? <laughs> well, you can change the image. form. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to. Like, are you asking if this is dehydrated, basically, yeah. cheese? Like, dehydrated. No. It, it says made with real cheese, so there's at least okay. something in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at least. Okay, final vote. It works for me, buddy. No. It works buddy for me Sam. and no one else. No. Barrett it's cold. Said yes. It's so cold. Goodbye. If it was warmer, it made. Bye. So Paul and Jade, y'all are definitely know. Nah. No, I was really expecting this one to work. I've got to be honest, guys. I was too. I was <laughs> genuinely, nope. genuinely excited I, about that one. And then there's it more? entered into oh. my palate. Is this our last thing? Yes. This okay. is our last is thing. Oh, boy. I guess we're sharing a So, spoon. guys, this is Does that is have jello in it? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? 
What in the world? So, for our grand finale, we have looks really bad. Jello and beef pasta. Can you see that? Oh, I don't know. Can you zoom on that? Look at that. Look at that. I want you to. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, don't make it. Don't make a mess, guys. I don't want to do it. I would make your son clean that mess up. He made it. He cleans it. I don't know if Abby's gonna watch my kids anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teaching them character. Are Paul. these the things that you're feeding their children? <laughs> yeah, no. Please, no. Please, no. <laughs> no, no. We just had nice pancakes. I'm, I'm just trying to look in them. Are we going for it? Uh, what what, je what kind of jello? What so this flavor is orange jello? Jello. Orange jello. Oh. I can't swallow that. <laughs> do I don't have I don't want to. Okay. Spit bucket. I feel like I need to get like a big chunk of jello in there to make this Wait, legit. That was I've tried this it. one of the things on the list before? Um, yeah, so it was actually SpaghettiOs and uh, um, Jello, but <laughs> I need we could not find SpaghettiOs. Oh, any that's spaghettios. really bad. <laughs> what kind of Jello was that? That was orange Jello. Nobody so, eats orange Jello. I. Everybody eats oh, I eat cherry. Jello. Cherry. So I will give my unbiased opinion. <laughs> if you like this, it's not good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, whoa. But it's not the worst. Really? See, like, I, what I've learned is, like, growing up, I've always just hated so many things, and then, <laughs> and then. Uh, it sounds like a very as sad I, childhood. As, like when I was a child, I acted like a child. Not saying your guys are acting like children, oh. but like I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm just not gonna come into this with bias, no matter how disgusting it looks, and then I'm just gonna, you know, go with it so that I don't already assume it's gonna be horrible. This is not good. <laughs> um, you went into it open-minded. Yeah, you with like an you enough, followed yeah. our slogan. Yeah, and um, it's, it's not good. No, at, honestly, as it's getting into my stomach, it's getting horrible. No, I didn't swallow. I don't it. like it. Mm. Well, so did it work? No. <laughs> so, all in all, everyone says no. No. <laughs> well, don't do it. <laughs> don't do this at home, <laughs> guys. Save yourself. Oh, <laughs> well, prayer. this was following this up. We mm. all need some prayer. So, yes. we're going to head to Barrett and pray <laughs> that they don't all throw up after this as the jello hits their stomachs. Let's go to Barrett. for being on Truth Talk again with us today. Welcome back. Well, today we are going to be talking about who are we, basically. I know I have found my identity a lot in other people. Mm -hmm. I, would always, I was always following. I was fo and following can be good, but I was, f I was finding security and identity in the following. So I don't know if there's anybody else like that where you can relate to finding so much validation and purpose and things in other people like I have. Well, and so why is this important? Identity, it's an important thing to know because if you don't know who you're called to be, then you'll just end up looking like everybody else. The reason it's important is because there's a specific plan for you. Yeah. For you watching, whoever you are, there's a specific plan for your life. There's a specific reason you were created 
that God mm -hmm. gave to you. And we need to realize what those purposes are so that we can fulfill them. So I know there have been so many people who I can think of just right now who I've been in school with and I know, like I can tell they are great people. They are some of the sweetest people. They have a heart for people, but yeah. they aren't confident in who they are and they try to become who they think people will like. Mm -hmm. There's one girl I'm thinking of in particular and she is so sweet, but she thinks people will like her if she's more blunt and she does it. And you can tell it doesn't fit, it doesn't feel natural, but it's what she thinks people will like yeah. more. And instead of finding an identity in who Christ has made her to yeah. be, who Christ has called her to be, yeah. I'm sure she doesn't feel like her life is just, yeah. I don't feel quite right because she is so sweet, but she's pretending to be this person that she's yeah. not and so many other people. It's never going to be right. It's never going to feel right trying to become the person that you think you should be. Yeah. That, well, I look up to this person, so I should become more like this person. You're called to be unique. Now, I'm not saying if you have, if you just feel like, well, I'm just naturally an angry person, I'm going to be me, that's yeah. not right. But we look at Christ as what should I look like as our kind of mirror. I, I know I've done that a lot before. And you know, yeah. there are things that you can take away from other people. You know, I, I'm thinking back over my life. There have been very mm -hmm. specific people that I have learned so much from. But up until honestly Glass House about a year ago, year and a half ago, I was just really unhappy because I would get frustrated. I'm like, I can't do anything right. Like nothing works. <laughs> like, yeah. It would work for a little bit, but it, I was forcing it. I was forcing this, all this stuff to happen. And then the Holy Spirit told me, you're trying to make yourself something that you're not. Just relax in it. Like yeah. learn from people, pick up the positive things they do, the fruit of the spirit that they have, learn how to be mm -hmm. patient and kind and gentle and faithful and all mm -hmm. the fruit that the Lord tells us to have learn from them, glean yeah. from them, but do it like I've called you to do it. Right. You guys are so smart in your own individual ways with your own giftings and things. And I need y'all. Like mm -hmm. I need y'all in my life because I don't think like either of you. And frankly, I don't want to think like either of you because <laughs> I'm not called to think like either yeah. of you. I'm called yeah. to think like Jesus, how he made me. Right. And you guys need to think like you, how he's called to make you. And that's how we become a really nice, pretty picture overall. But if Marky tries to copy you and you try to yeah. become, it, it just doesn't work. And everybody's super grumpy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, because they're trying to be yeah. something they're not and it's not working. of confession. We go over some daily confessions here on the broadcast and today we are on confession number four. So as we say these confessions every day, make sure that you join your voice with mine because 
out of our mouth. We're created in the image and likeness of God. And when God created the world, he spoke. When we speak, there's power in our voices. There's power that's released as we talk. It says in Isaiah 55 verse 11, it says, so my word be which goes forth from my mouth, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire. You know, when we speak that thing that comes out of our mouth, it accomplishes what we desire it accomplishes. So get ready to believe, get ready to join your voice with mine. Confession number four. And join your voice with me. Every weapon is, or every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed in the name of Jesus for every viewer watching. Those things that were created to throw them off course, to knock them out of the will of God, those things that were sent to steal, kill, and destroy in the name of Jesus, we call them abolished in Jesus' name. The curse is cursed in their lives, in our lives. We thank you, Father, that there's no weapon that can prosper against your children. Nothing prospers against the righteousness of God. Nothing prospers against God's anointed. And we are his anointed. And I thank you, Lord, right now that your angels are keeping your people, that we are fully protected, fully cared for, fully healed, fully provided for. There is no weapon that will grate away hope of those who walk uprightly. We thank you, Lord, for it. In Jesus' name, every weapon disintegrates in the enemy's hands. And if it's already been released, may it return back to sender in Jesus name. Let the winds of God blow that thing off course. Let it be completely knocked off course in Jesus name. And only goodness, only mercy follows the righteousness of God. The children of God are followed by goodness and mercy. And just declare that out of your mouth. Say goodness and mercy follow me in Jesus name. Thank you so much for joining this time of confession. We love you. And if you have things that you are believing for, let us know. We want to believe with you. But right now, we'll be back tomorrow with another confession. Right now, it's my top 10. Will I disappoint you? Will you agree with me? We'll find out on today's installment of Top 10. <clears throat> and we're back. Okay. I have Buddy, I have Jade. I feel like Jade is slightly less um, opinionated than her husband, Paul, so I felt this to be a safer decision because Paul cares about food, and I felt like Paul and I would agree not at all about this, so this is really for your benefit and my benefit and the benefit of the entire everybody. So I've disappointed you with every list I've made. Everyone. Everyone. I... I, so, I can't promise what this I'll is I'll help you out, happen. Paul. I'll make up the difference. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. What are my top 10 favorite fast food restaurants? You'll have to wait and find out, but put in the comments right now, what is your number one favorite fast food restaurant? We'll see if you agree with me. Probably not. But <laughs> number 10, what are they? I don't know. A whole bunch of question marks. Number 10, best fast food, McDonald's. It's just like, it's the OG of the fast food chains. Technically, White Castle is, but White Castle is like diarrhea food, so that's not up there. Um, but <laughs> oh, I think you just broke Kevin's heart. <laughs> White Castle's so gross. But number 10 is McDonald's. Um, I mean, like, McDonald's should be up there. Yeah. 
but it, I mean, putting at number 10, I, I understand that. I used to always eat Big Macs and stuff because mm -hmm. those are good, but every time I would eat one, I could feel my heart. <laughs> my, I could literally feel my arteries clogging. Slowing down. Yeah, I could feel it. Like, so, no, is this a no, top 10, 10 for you? No, 10 is a great place for it to stay. Yeah. It's got to be there, but it's yeah. definitely, it, it can't, it can't be any go higher any than 10. No. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm with I agree you with you. We're okay. with you. So, number 10 <laughs> is McDonald's. What's number 9? Dun, dun, dun. It is Chipotle. Okay, so Chipotle honestly would probably be higher if there was one near me and I, I like, I needed to be honest. Like, I mm -hmm. like Chipotle, but I couldn't tell you what I order from Chipotle. Like, I, I don't know it enough to say, done. I get this at Chipotle because it's amazing. I wouldn't have considered Chipotle fast food. Or I, I wouldn't either, isn't it? Well, I mean, like, like it's kind of like a like subway, so I guess it's yeah. like a Mexican subway. Yeah, true. I, so for the, I, I did some research. For fast food, I made the decision that in order to be on this list, you mm. have to have a drive-through. And it's got to be like quick food. Like if you yeah. go in, you're done in like 10 minutes. Gotcha. So all of these have drive-throughs. I want a Chipotle with a drive-thru. That would be great. Like where they're building that new thing, whatever that is downtown, I'd like that to be a Chipotle, but it's not. So that's disappointing. Anyway, okay, so that's number nine. Number eight. Dun da da. You haven't disappointed me yet. Good. Little Caesars. Uh, I thought of you. I'm no. sure it's not on yours, but. <laughs> well, honestly, though, like, if you can, uh, my first job was at a Little Caesars. Mm -hmm. If you can work for, like, four years at a restaurant and still think, I'll eat that food, hey. that's a win. Yeah. You know, and I worked at Little Caesars for probably, like, three or four years. Yeah. And I would still eat Little Caesars food. Good. So, that's a good sign. So, you're good with this? Uh, I wouldn't put it on my top ten. No. Um. Yeah. So well, no. I mean, I guess that considers as fast food. It also like, has a drive-thru. It's got a drive-thru. Has your drive-thru mm -hmm. and, like, the ready to go. What other so, place wow. can you go through a drive-thru and get a full pizza out the window? <laughs> and they used to use, like, the little kids' cookies, the little... Yeah. yeah. What are they? Yeah. Sugar cookies or graham cracker cookies? Whatever. I would always eat my kids. They were delicious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be like, I got two in the back seat. <laughs> I'm, a mom of, I'm a mom of 12. I really need yeah. some more. Can we just stick those right there? They didn't see anything. <laughs> okay, so that's my number eight. Okay. Number seven. Steak and Shake. I like Steak and Shake. Wow. I'm, not, I'm actually proud. I, I'm so excited. Really we'll we'll see when we start getting into the top five, but so far, <laughs> I'm not upset. Okay. Do you guys like Steak and Shake? Mm -hmm. I really do. With shoestring fries and the milkshakes. Mm -hmm. With their yeah. seasoning. Boom. Yes. The seasoning so that you good. can put on the fries. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> it's yeah. such a happy time. It's such a happy time. <laughs> I like Steak and Shake. We would stop there like when I was, in when I was a youth. So many years ago. When I was a youth. Um, like, every time we would go to youth camp, we would stop at, at, at a place on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, and we would, or not on the Pennsylvania, wherever it was, <laughs> we would always stop at a place that, that had a steak and shake, and I loved steak and shake. It's happy. Steak and shake snacky foods, though. Mm -hmm. I don't like their burgers, really. Yeah, I get their chicken most every time I go. They have very oily. No, 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 I'm thinking of Five Guys. Mm. Five Guys is, everything's really oily. Yeah. Okay. And greasy. Okay. Next. Next one. I think this is number six. My number six. I'm sorry, Abigail. Taco Bell. So, I know. I know. <laughs> I heard an audible I knew. <laughs> I knew where I put it, but again, I cannot lie because I am a woman of God and I have character. Mm -hmm. However, 
I don't love nacho cheese. I think it's disgusting. And so I like when Taco Bell has like the spicy cheese they put in the quesadillas. Mm. I'm down with that. I like Locos Tacos, like Dorito Locos Tacos. I like the Power Bowls. Mm. But as soon as you get into like the fake cheese territory of food, mm. I'm not a happy camper. Yeah. I think Taco Bell would have been my number one. So. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's like the go-to. Yeah, well, I don't know if you know this, but Taco Bell is one of the healthiest fast food restaurants out of all of them. It's true. And it's probably because they use tortillas instead of, like... Buns. Buns, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But I'm with you on that. Talk about, I, I'm not a big Taco Bell fan, so... Okay, number... I, f oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just haven't audibly said that until just now. I've been too, too afraid. What's great is yeah. that Abby's distracted, so she didn't yeah. super hear it. Um, so Good. it's fine. Okay. I, I do need, okay, I need a disclaimer before oh, we no. proceed into the top 10. Top five? Yeah, into the top five. Chick-fil-A is not on this list. Chick-fil-A is disgusting. What? I think Chick-fil-A is nasty, so you're not going to find it on this list. So if you are Chick-fil-A people, I'm sorry, I'm already disappointing you. Buddies off the broadcast. I'm not sad. I'm not ashamed to admit it because the CEO of Chick-fil-A made a really upsetting move, move the other day. So, you know, it's calling it the Lord's Chicken. Not even the Lord's Chicken. It's just a restaurant now. <laughs> the anointing moved off of it. Um, so I'm, I'm good. I'm not ashamed. So just so you know, if you're expecting it, it won't be there. Um, number five. Okay. I, I feel tears <laughs> forming. I vocalized this opinion before. I'm, it's, it's, not, it's not new. Okay, number five, Zaxby's. Zaxby's is a southern fast food. I, I like Zaxby's. Zaxby's is great. The Texas toast is the best. Salads, yeah. wings, oh, they're all good. I just can't move past the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> the Chick-fil-A thing. Yeah. I lost, buddy. <laughs> I, just need a, I just need a second. We'll give you a moment you to collect yourself. I've never had Zaxby's before until I moved here. Yeah. And I'm actually pretty, oh, it still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Zaxby's is really good, actually. Yeah. I like it. Yep, it's Zaxby's different. is good. It's definitely, like, it's a different thing yeah it reminds me of Dairy Queen's uh chicken baskets but it's better yeah I would always get that growing up is, yep. is Dairy Queen really on your good. list no <laughs> <laughs> okay okay you now, can do this buddy we're almost there <laughs> number <Hang> four <laughs> Dunkin Donuts no as I said I needed it I want it to be the official sponsor I'm not necessarily talking about meals but I could eat their blueberry muffins every single day of my life. I'd be 8,000 pounds, <laughs> but I could eat them every day and never get tired of them. I literally go to Dunkin' Donuts almost every single day to get coffee. Like, if it wasn't on there, I'd be lying to myself. So you want Dunkin' Donuts to sponsor our broadcast, but you put them all the way down at number four. Yeah, so, I'd be good with any of the top five people sponsoring And also... <laughs> They don't, their donuts aren't even that good. Get thee behind me. The cake donuts are where it's I, at, though. Have you had those? No, like the blueberry, blueberry cake, cake donuts are amazing. Oh, okay. The regular They're donuts so good. are like me. And yeah. the strawberry frosting is my favorite, so I could eat that on anything. Okay, number three. Whoa. Hello. There's Paul. <laughs> <laughs> number three is... Da, 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 da. Subway. I like Subway a lot. Mm. Subway is mm -hmm. Subway's a happy one for me. Subway is like a treat fast food for me. Subway's a good go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Subway is yeah. one of those places that, for me, it's like, yep, that exists. And that's, huh. that's all Subway is for me. 
<laughs> it exists. That's, like, I don't go there really ever. The Italian herbs and cheese bread yes. is if I, so yes. good. If I go there, I will get that. Uh, yeah. it, it, I, I like Subway a lot. The meatballs, though? Mm-hmm. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Okay, That's number two. I doubt anybody here except for Marky has ever been to number two. But all of you northern people, I need oh. you to start representing. Number two, Tim, Tim Hortons. Hortons. <gasps> You've been to a Tim Hortons? Oh, yeah. Well, so, uh, Serena has relatives oh, in Canada. So, yeah. And she grew up like, like not too far from the border. So Tim Hortons is basically the Canadian Starbucks. Yes. That's pretty much what it is. It's good. It is so it is good. good. Is it, are those the donuts that you got in No. Here? Those no. are Mrs. Dunster's donuts. Oh, okay. It's something different. But Tim Hortons is great. I... I heart Tim Hortons. <laughs> it's, it's like, not to say that anything in Canada is better, but it's better than Starbucks. For sure. Yeah. Starbucks is also not on this list. So put right now in the comments what you think the number one restaurant I decided it is. And again, Which? this is my opinion, not yes. scientific fact. This is solely Barrett Diane Nauer's opinion on this. If you disagree with me, I'm happy to hear your points, and I'll hear them. It'll be a happy environment. I just won't agree with you. I know which one it's not. Yeah. It's true. It's not Chick-fil-A. And it's definitely not Wendy's. It's definitely not Wendy's or Arby's. I suggest Wendy's to her often, and it's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's sure not. <laughs> Number one fast food of all time, in my cookout. opinion. I'm going to guess cookout. That's my guess. Buddy Crouchy! Hey! I just felt it. I knew it in my spirit. Cookout is amazing. Yes. The yeah, first time I ever came to North Carolina, <laughs> Carolyn Shovelsworth's mom took me to Cookout, and I, my life was forever changed. Wow. It was forever changed. They have everything. And, they have and, milkshakes, mm -hmm. hamburgers. And you can get so many options. You could like leave with four different varieties of things. For cheap. Feel, yeah, and not feel like you... Corn dogs, yeah. chicken nuggets, quesadillas, <laughs> barbecue, yes. milkshakes. Like, it is so good. You That's did, my go-to. You did not put Arby's on your top ten. Yeah, Arby's no. is nasty. You do not. You don't like, <laughs> do you like Arby's? Either? Arby's is one of my dad's favorite. I think my mom put it in the comments. My dad loves Arby's, and um, I think it's good. Uh, it's another one of those places I'm like, yep, it, it exists. Paul in the background asked where Jack in the Box was, and I will address that because I consider Jack in the Box, but... Again, I've, never had that. I've been there only a handful of times, so I can't say for sure this is my staple go-to mm -hmm. food. I like it, but mm -hmm. as far as like I will eat here often, I can't mm -hmm. say that because I've not, I've not been thorough with it. But let me know. Do you agree with where I put which mm -hmm. restaurant? If you're a fan of Chick-fil-A, I respect you. <laughs> I value your opinion. I believe that the chicken is, is good, but it's, it's never been good for me. My taste buds don't enjoy it. So <laughs> I, she's got main taste buds. It's true. She's different. We can, we can still sit at the table together and break bread, break a chicken finger, but yeah. I'll probably get mine from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So let me know what sort of things you would like to see in our next top 10 list. We will be right back in just a couple seconds with the man who would be king. What's the word? It's coming at you. We'll be right back.
Thank you for joining us on What's the Word? And what's excellent is that after that last broadcast, you get to watch Paul decide to be in unity with me, even though he disagrees with me. So you can watch him choose to put on the fruit of the spirit of love, forgiveness, patience, and, and, and finding common ground in the word. Amen. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm sorry it's not on there. You know this. Like, Chick-fil-A is not a secret for you. Didn't you didn't even put Popeyes on there. I've never eaten out of Popeyes. I believe I would like Popeyes, but I've never eaten there, so I can't. Popeyes. Chicken tastes so good, make you want to smack your mama. You know, I have. I take that back. I've eaten it here because we did a the Chick Fil A sandwich versus the Popeye sandwich. I, I haven't had their their chicken sandwich to compare to Chick Fil A's yet. I think it's yeah. better because we did we did try I'm, both. I'm a big fan of Popeyes because I like the idea of being able to get my chicken and get it spicy or not spicy yeah. or like mild yep. or super hot. Mm -hmm. Popeyes gives you that. I, I would have put it on there. I Again, I considered all the ones that like I knew I liked when I've eaten it, but they're not go-tos for me because I'm not around them. I was at Chick I was at uh, Jack in the Box this morning, late night. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. And I brought my wife home some egg rolls because she loves their egg rolls. So Jade likes Jack in the Box because she's a variety, so she always gets like the loaded potato wedges, egg rolls. They're nasty fried tacos. I don't know why she likes those, but... So Jade Stallings, when she goes to a fast food restaurant, she just gets lots of sides. All over the menu. <laughs> All over the menu. You know, I, I preached a message once on Chick-fil-A. Really? Yeah. Because um, I, I think we were talking about... Uh, hear that I, we, it was a sermon series on the Ten Commandments. And um, we were talking about the Sabbath and keeping it holy. And yeah. Chick-fil-A is like, whether you think it's holy or not, they do sure. apply biblical principles. Sure. Um, and uh, They have. Yeah, they have. <laughs> They still mo mostly do, they, but like the Sabbath thing, you know, you, you look at it and, yeah. you, and you look at how um, out of any, any other uh, fast food restaurant, yeah, for sure. uh, Chick-fil-A makes more money per store yep. per year than any other fast food restaurant. Yeah. And you look at McDonald's, who's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all the time. Yeah. You know, they're always open, but yet Chick-fil-A still has the ability to make more more money per store per year yeah. than, than, than McDon even McDonald's, you know? And, uh, and it really shows you that when you, when you apply the Word of God, I'm trying to make this holy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm bringing us into the... Um, but when you apply the, the instruction and the commands of God yeah. into your business, into your church, into your family, into your home, you know, whether it... Like, because you would say, how, many, how much do people crave Chick-fil-A on Sunday? Like, I'd say 50% of the world's population does. You know, I've caught um, myself sitting in the drive-through. Really, on a Sunday? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, but you would think in the natural, man, how much more money would they make if they were open on Sundays? You know. Yeah. However, you know, gi giving all their employees and managers that day of rest. Yeah. You know, like, what greater place to go into, like, than you know, where you will feel welcomed and mm -hmm. treated right than. Yeah. You know, and and applying those biblical principles, whether, you know, the managerial place, wherever they're at, you yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's still those biblical principles. Like, I've even heard that, you know, mafia, mafia mob bosses would regularly tithe. Even though they were wicked people, they still recognize that something about this works. The word you know? works. Yeah, yeah, the word works. Yeah. You know, not, not saying that you can be a mob boss and 
you know. But he's not advocating that. I'm not advocating that at all. But (laughs) what I'm saying is, when you apply biblical principles, I mean, even fasting. Yeah. You know, like that's something that's becoming much more popular in the medical, you know, world. Yeah. Today, because like I just watched a whole documentary. Uh, like about a year ago that wasn't a biblical documentary. It was yeah. just a medical one. And like they're finding that like when people fat, like do full like fast, like yeah. water fast or whatever, um, like people, they're actually like prescribing that to people with cancers and stuff like that. Like yeah. as they're fasting, they're noticing that like the stem cells are starting to re- reactivate and like they'll repair things like incurable diseases, you know. Yeah. And that's that's something that we knew for thousands and thousands of years because yeah. it's something God instituted. Yeah. You know. So how much more if you apply that, you know, with faith and with yeah. prayer, you know, and with the Holy Spirit. Like, how much more would we be able, you know, as believers, like, how much more does the power of fasting have, you know, for yeah. us? But it, it's, it's really just, you know, taking these biblical principles and just having faith in them. And, like, you'll begin to see that God, that God knows what he's talking about. Yeah. God knows what he's talking about. Yeah, the word works for those who yeah. work it. And, you mm-hmm. know, I was, I was most, I, I don't like Chick-fil-A. I was mostly <laughs> in jest over there. There are no, some different things. Yeah. But, you know, it, there's a reason that people are looking at their leadership structure and mm-hmm. following it. Yeah. Because the word works mm-hmm. for those who work it. Yeah. And there is clearly, like, the Lord, when the Lord anoints something or with, when the Lord's blessing is on something, yeah. it's noticeable and it yeah. stands out. You know, mm. the Lord's blessing was on David. And mm. no matter what he did, he he rose. You yeah. know, the Lord's blessing was on Joseph. And no matter what he did, he rose through the ranks. Mm. You know, the Lord's blessing has been on this country mm. because we honored him with it. You mm. know, the Lord's blessing has been on Chick-fil-A because when they founded it, they honored him mm. with it. Now, <clears throat> what you do with that blessing determines whether or not, yeah. like, it can reside with you. Yeah. But But the word works for those who work it. Mm-hmm. Well, that and they also have a hunger to continually grow too. So, like excellence, they strive for excellence, like mm-hmm. and like cleanliness. You will not find a McDonald's that is as clean as them. You will not find yeah. another drive-through place that is efficient. There's a reason this was my favorite fast food to eat, and not my favorite fast food to use the bathroom at. Because yeah. like Chick Fil A <laughs> would be up That's, there. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean they they're always looking to go. Up. Yeah, and for sure. You can see all over the Bible the people that strived and went after God more, and never the hunger was never satisfied. Mm-hmm. They continuously grew and grew, and yeah. God used them. And that's something like they've applied in their business. They're not ever satisfied with where they're at. How can we make this a better? Mm-hmm. How can we like even with the whole shutdown in a lot of places? Yeah. Okay, well our drive through is going to be bigger. Mm-hmm. So what can we do? We're going to put seven people outside walking beside your car as you're moving forward so the line never stops. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's a genius idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're always looking for ways to improve and ways mm-hmm. to grow. Yeah. And we see that through the Bible, the people that actually were never satisfied with where they were at, that mm-hmm. always strove, strived for more hunger and fasted and prayed and mm-hmm. went after the things of God, God promoted and continuously... Yeah took to neck new levels and new levels, I mean. And you notice also, like, the Bible says the blessing of the Lord goes to a thousand generations. Like, yeah. You, you, like, you look beyond David and generations below him. Yeah. And you, be, and you begin to see as the generations go on, like, 
like going back to Chick-fil-A, I don't know who the CEO is now, but Truett Cathy, the original CEO, was a very godly man. Yeah. And a lot of the, the blessing that they have right now, you know, is because of the decisions that he made yeah. for the company. And um, But you, you look at David's lineage and you begin to see as it goes down, like, uh, they're not as godly as David was. Yeah. But you also begin to see where God will tell them, for the sake of your father David, you know, like, because I made this promise to David, yeah. because of David's godly, like, it, the, you see that that blessing and God's patience, you know, like, yeah. how quickly did, was was Saul's lineage kind of cut, cut out and cut off? Yeah. You know, and David still was trying to, you know, like, w whenever Pasha gets back, we're, we're going to start getting into, you know, Mephibosheth, you know, but... Um, how David was honoring that, but God saw the godliness in David, and as the generations went down, you yeah. know, um, you know, and even if their godliness and holiness went went down, God still remembered the promises that He gave yeah. to David. He remembered the godliness that was in David, and because yeah. of that, uh, the, the the his later on generations weren't weren't cut off. Yeah. But but they still were receiving the blessing of David's faithfulness. But you think of what'll happen. You know, mm -hmm. you're talking about in that case, generations mm. went down in their holiness. We're not mm. designed to do that. Like no. that's not what we're, what we're created to do. Yeah. And yet so often, instead of allowing like our predecessors ceiling to be yeah, our sure. starting point, mm -hmm. we just take their ceiling for granted. And it's mm. like, I'm not doing this at the camera. It's like, we start here mm. And then just come get comfortable with de-escalating mm. where we were. Yeah. And that's not the design of God. We're called to go higher mm. and higher. Yeah. So the blessing of the Lord is for a thousand generations. It's mm. there to keep going. Yeah. But what would happen if instead of the generation deciding, my parents did all this work, my grandparents paved the way for me, it's time for me to relax in the things mm. of God. It, instead of doing that, we pressed in that much more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've seen this threshold of normal. What happens if you know pastor he's all of our spiritual fathers mm -hmm. there's at some yeah. point like he said it before his desire is for his ceiling to be our starting place yeah. Yeah. so what if instead of just stopping where he stops, mm. we keep it going. Mm. What's yeah. going to happen for the Scarlets and the Olivers mm. and the Lukes? Then they can build upon us and yeah. we can start yeah. reaching these higher levels of God yeah. instead of doing what honestly in this country has happened, being founded at a level of holiness and then just getting super lax with it. Yeah. What, where could we be right now if we instead pivoted, pivot, we pivoted <laughs> back toward God and started pressing in toward mm -hmm. where we started from? You know what I mean? Well, it yeah. goes, the, people will get comfortable in that lukewarm spot. Yeah. <laughs> and because it, it feels good, it's not stretching you, mm -hmm. it's comfortable. So everything's okay. Like, yeah. I'm mm -hmm. I'm in that neutral spot. I don't really have to push that hard here because mm -hmm. I'm not really going to fall back yeah. here. But then the word the word tells, I'd rather you be cold or hot, lukewarm. Mm -hmm. I'll spew you out. Don't Just get like in you that. Did with the ramen. Exactly. Don't <laughs> mm -hmm. get don't get in that comfortable zone. If you feel comfortable, you need to push. Yeah. Because you're in a dangerous place. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you know I've seen people recently. I mean even with a situation yesterday like where they get in that spot where they're comfortable with things mm -hmm. and then thoughts come in. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. Like I'm doing better than what I used to. So they get in that comfortable zone and then those attacks and those little thoughts come in mm -hmm. and they don't take those thoughts captive because they're comfortable. Yeah. Then those thoughts and those, those situations, those attacks, 
have a bigger manifestation in their life, and then all of a sudden, it's something they can't control. Yeah. yeah. And they end up falling backwards. Mm-hmm. Because they, they got in that comfortable zone to mm-hmm. where they thought they were good. Yeah. And that's also, it comes into a sense of pride. Yeah. Because you're at that point where I'm good. I know some, I know some of the word, you know, yeah. mm, this is, I'm not going to be that person. Mm-hmm. Well, then the moment you do that, you've stepped into pride and you've made yourself known that you're in that comfortable zone. Yeah. yeah. And it's a dangerous place to be. So once you feel that, you need to have, like pastors said before, I think it was a few weeks ago when he was given the, the demonstration of, you know, people that do ice fishing, you have a flag, when that bait gets tripped, that flag comes up to let you know that something's there. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's important to have that knowledge and that understanding to where when those thoughts come in, that flag comes up and you immediately know then, look, I'm in a dangerous situation right now. We need to take hold of this. Let me reach out to my pastor. Yeah. Let him know the situation. That way it's not just you standing there. He can give you the advice because chances are he's been through it before mm-hmm. and can help lead you and guide you, which is what he's called to do yeah. in those situations. But a lot of times we get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And we don't do that. We don't reach yeah. out because our pride takes over and mm-hmm. our our familiarity yeah. takes over and yeah. we sit there and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Bad spot. Yeah. Bad spot. Did you have something? Go for it. Uh, really, the, the image that I keep getting in my head is like you're driving up a hill, mm-hmm. right? And Bible says we're always continual increase, you yeah. know, gradual increase. Uh, the Bible, you know, the path of the righteous is like it, it just gets brighter and brighter. You yeah. know, you're always going up. But the, the moment you pop into neutral, you know, people like that. That's what familiarity yeah. puts us. You know, that's what being comfortable mm-hmm. puts us. We're just popping it into neutral, yeah. and you'll and you'll you have enough momentum so that you'll still be going forward for a little bit, right? You know, and it'll feel right and it'll feel good. But then eventually you go to a point because what I think a lot of people think is, you know, there's there's like our journey is like a plateau, right? You know, and you know we just pop into neutral and we'll just keep going. Yeah. But the moment you pop into neutral, no, since since it's always uphill you know the moment you pop it into neutral it might feel good for a moment but eventually yeah you're going to start going backwards and and you might you know fall asleep you know yep. that's what happens you know that's why pastor's been talking it's time for an awakening yep. a waco sleeper what happens is they fall asleep in neutral and then they're they're going backwards yeah but in their mind they still think they're going forward yeah and uh and that's just like the mental image that that i've gotten is familiarity like there there's no such thing as you know just coasting or cruising, you know, right. they're like it, you're either on the gas or you're in neutral and, That's good. and, and, you know, it might feel good for a moment, but eventually you'll start going backwards. There's no such thing as, you know, just plateauing all, just kind of coast for a little bit and then I'll get back into it. That's not a thing. Yeah. You know what, as you're talking, what popped up to me was Hebrews 12, mm-hmm. um, talking about running the race at Hebrews yeah. 12, one through three. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding mm-hmm. us, yeah. let us also lay aside every incumbent, every encumbrance and sin, which so easily entangles us yeah. and let us run with endurance, the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, mm-hmm. the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the father. So mm-hmm. I get just verses one through two. And what pops up to me is, you know, using that visual you're talking about when you're driving, mm-hmm. yeah. 
if your eyes are fixed on what's in front of you, you're going to notice if you go backwards. Mm -hmm. Like there have been moments in the car where, or in George's truck where his truck's gotten weird and he starts to mm -hmm. kind of roll back. And I'm like, whoa, buddy, what's going on in mm -hmm. the truck? If your eyes are fixed on what's in front of you, then you're going to notice if all of a sudden you start to move somewhere you're not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. If your eyes are set on the road, you're not going to drift. You're not going to move any which way. You're mm -hmm. going to keep going forward. Mm -hmm. And if you start to drift, you're going to catch yourself and immediately mm -hmm. have those red flags mm -hmm. go off. Mm -hmm. But so often what will happen is we'll be like squirrel in the mm -hmm. car and, oh, mm -hmm. our phone goes off and we'll check our phone or mm -hmm. something will happen over on the side and is, oh, is that mm -hmm. a deer? And yeah. our eyes will start going every which way. Music will happen or somebody's mm -hmm. talking in the car and we mm -hmm. take our eyes off the road but it's so dangerous to do that because mm -hmm. if our eyes are taken off the road mm -hmm. then all of a sudden we can be in an accident just like that yeah. we can be in a dangerous situation just like that and this is it says run the race that's set before us not yeah. to the side of us mm -hmm. not behind us before us yeah. and that's how jesus ran with the prize in front of him mm -hmm. and he's our prize like our mark that we're running toward is christ it's yeah. him and mm -hmm. if we're not running toward him then we're automatically running off of him yeah. and it may not be big you've said it before on the broadcast it could just be like even a fraction of a little bit like this doesn't look like much but if we keep going eventually that thing's going to separate and yeah. this is going to go over here mm -hmm. It may not look big, but if our yeah. eyes are even slightly off of Jesus, we're going to end up somewhere that's not him. Yeah, well, well, you, uh, just that imagery, like if you're ever like riding a bike and someone says, don't hit that tree. When you put all your focus on the tree, what happens? You're going to hit the tree. You're hitting the tree because like where your focus is, that's where you go. Yeah. Like if I'm looking over my shoulder while I'm driving, I look up and I, I start noticing that my car starts going in that direction. Like yeah. where your vision is, that's going to be the that's going to be the direction that you go. Yeah. So again, like run the race mark before you keep your eyes focused on that race mark before yeah. you. It's really important. Well, that goes in just the how we're created. Yeah. How God created us. Mm -hmm. What our attention's focused on mm -hmm. is where our body is going to take us. Yeah. It's, for instance, I mean, it, it works like you were just saying, even with baseball, when you're pitching. Yeah. What I would teach when you got T-ballers learning how to throw, mm -hmm. I want you, when you let go of the ball, I want you pointing and looking where you're pointing. Because mm -hmm. wherever you're pointing and your eyes are is where that ball's going to go. Yeah. If you're pointing here, that ball's there. If you're pointing down at the ground, the ball's going to go there. But wherever your focus and your attention's going, so if I'm looking at the camera and I go to throw my arm naturally, it's going to go straight to where I'm looking at. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm going to have to force myself to go this way with it. It's mm -hmm. going to have to be a mindset that I change because my natural, my natural ability, my natural motion is going to be to go exactly what you set your eyes at. And, you know, when we think about think about that, and you're talking about, like, running the race, keep your eyes on, focus on Jesus. It, it admittedly, the other day, I, I went, my mom was at the house, and I asked the kids if they wanted ice cream, because I I had a hankering for an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> so I went to the gas station and got his ice cream. Well, they know, for one, it's hot outside, that ice cream is going to melt. Yeah. Jesus is coming. Mm -hmm. You need to keep your eyes on him. Yeah. The prize is there. So you don't need to be, you know, lallygagging around and just trotting. Yeah. You need to be going full speed with what he's called you to do, what mm -hmm. you're called to do. Yeah. So as soon as they seen my truck pulling in the driveway, they weren't standing there waiting for me mm -hmm. 
to get out and bring it to them. Right. They both took off running mm -hmm. to the truck because they knew that I had something good for them. Jesus yeah. has everything that you need. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you should be running after him as fast as you can, not yeah. waiting for him. He's already made the move. It's mm -hmm. on you to run as fast as you can to him. Yep. To achieve what you're called to achieve, to mm -hmm. receive the prize that you're called to receive. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it's that cruise control. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just, you know, this is a long mm -hmm. race. I got to set a pace. No, it's a sprint. Mm -hmm. yeah. You've got to be running. It, the, race is, the race is almost yeah. over. Mm -hmm. So yeah. now's the time when you turn on the jets and you push through. Yeah. And go after it with everything you've yeah. got. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 1 Corinthians 9, 24. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize? Yep. Run in such a way that you may win. Yep. Everyone who competes in, in games exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. Therefore, I run in such a way, not without aim. You know, that's going back to the yep. vision, keeping your eyes on Jesus, yeah. the pioneer and perfecter of your faith. I don't run without aim. I don't box as someone beating the air, but I right. discipline my body, make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself may, will not become disqualified. Yeah. Like literally, that's what he's saying. He's like, I, I'm not running aimlessly. The yeah. Bible says yeah. in Proverbs 28, 19, without vision, people perish. Yep. And, and, you know, just going back to that whole, wherever you're looking, you know, you'll begin to move in that direction. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people uh, that are just kind of, just kind of cruising through life they really don't have any vision they don't know what they're going to do they go into college they really have no idea they change the major four times and then just kind of give up right. and then just work and retail the rest of their life like they they really have no vision or direction and like the, I, I i actually heard something where these these guys what they wanted to do is they wanted to they, they were just running a test so they blindfolded people put them in a big field and told them to walk straight like they gave them a point at the other end of the field and they said mm -hmm. we want you to start walking straight and as they started to walk, they started going forward, but then eventually they started to veer off. And then they really started to veer off. And then they just started walking in circles. Yeah. Like that, literally just big circles. They thought they were going straight, but they were really just going in circles. Why? Because they didn't have any vision of where they right. were yeah. going. And they thought they were going straight, but they were going in circles. And how many people are doing that? Yeah. You know, that like, it's yeah. so much more than just like... An, an illustration, there are so many people, they're going through the same things over and over and over and over again. And the reality is their eyes aren't fixed on Jesus. They don't, they don't actually know that God wants to lead them and direct them. And, right. But since their eyes aren't fixated on him, but just, you know, what's going on in the world today? What, you know, how can I navigate this? What does this article t say I should do? What does this book say I should do? You know, but what does Jesus say I should do? Yeah. And then he'll begin to lead you yeah. and guide you in, in that race. But we need to, we don't run aimlessly. I feel like that's something that we need to fully understand. We're not just wandering through life aimlessly. This race yeah. isn't just a nameless, well, you know, I don't know where I'm going, but let's see what happens. You know, yeah. those are the people that say God works in mysterious ways, you know, like, because really they're just being hit from all these different yeah. things that the enemy's throwing their way. But they don't understand that, that if I'm running with God, he'll go before me and make the crooked path straight, yep. you know. Um, but since we're just kind of running into the battlefield blind, we're getting hit from every side and we're like, what's going on? I guess God must be doing something weird. Yeah. But when in reality, none of this was God. We're just running into a battlefield blind. Yeah. And that's scripture is why I do not believe in participation trophies. <laughs> if you want something, then you need to earn it. You need to go out and get it 
you need to practice. You need that's what I've told Scarlett. She got when we first started T ball, she'd get frustrated. And it's like you're not you're not gonna know everything in the beginning. But the more you push your body, mm. the more you push yourself to learn, the better you get. And the better you get at it, then that's when excitement comes because you're like, I can do this. And then you start putting more time in. So I had her start watching some of the college softball girls. Mm. She was like, they're really fast. I was like, and you can be the same way. But it took them from T-ball mm -hmm. all the way up to master that. They didn't give up in their spare time. That's what they did. They practiced. Mm -hmm. They practiced. Practice makes perfect. <coughs> and, I mean, you can't go out and try to run a race and win it if you're not going to put in the work to mm -hmm. stretch, to strengthen your muscles, to yeah. build your endurance up, to it takes wind capacity in your lungs to be able to run a race like that. Mm -hmm. It takes muscle strength in your legs. It takes stretching so you don't pull hamstrings and stuff to get there. It's a lot of work, but you have to, you have to do it. You have to do your due diligence to get there. And yeah, mm -hmm. so yeah. I don't, that's why I don't believe participation trophies. Well, this week we had a, we had ladies group on Monday and I had the, the privilege of being able to speak it. And as we're talking, you know, it lines right up with what the Lord had given me for Monday. Um, the core of what I spoke on was in Jeremiah. And I've preached this so many times with the youth, like this, these are some of my favorite scriptures, but you know, the Lord's talking to the prophet Jeremiah and the Lord says, before I knew you in the womb, I formed, like before yeah. I formed you, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I've appointed you as a prophet to the nations. You know, this is the Lord casting vision. This is yeah. the Lord saying, this is what you're called to do. Mm -hmm. This is what I created you to do. This is what you will do. Mm -hmm. And so often, you know, we may mm -hmm. hear in a service, maybe not necessarily the full plan of what our life is supposed to be, but we'll hear God chose you. God's called you. God loves you. God's mm -hmm. got a plan for you. Yep. God desired you so much that he gave you a son. He gave you a pathway to be connected to him forever. And he's got big plans for you. You're going to go yeah. out and you're going to yeah. preach the gospel. Yeah. You're going to make disciples. You're going to baptize people. You're yeah. going to cast out demons. You're going yeah. to lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. These are yeah. what we're called, things that we're called to do. Every believer, not just the pastors, not just the fivefold gifts, mm -hmm. every believer is called to do this. Yeah. And we'll start to hear these things. And may, we may hear the vision, but often our response is exactly what Jeremiah's response was. Then I said, alas, Lord God, I don't know how to speak because I'm a youth. Mm -hmm. We'll disqualify ourselves immediately before yeah. we get going. Yeah. We'll, yeah. It may not be we're too young. It may be, God, I... I don't know how to do this. I can't make it happen. God, that vision's too big for me. I don't mm -hmm. see how it can work. I don't have the logic to figure out how it can do. I don't have the resources right now. I, I'm not skilled that way. I'm not gifted. Mm -hmm. Whatever the reason is, so often, I've done it to myself. We'll disqualify ourselves before we get going. Yeah. God will say, here's the vision. And we'll say, but God, you know, you're called to win this race, but God, I'm not fast. You're called to pitch this baseball, but God, I don't know how to throw. God, you're called to be the best rebounder in the world. I don't know how anything about basketball. How could that be true? And we'll just sh cut it off. But here's God's response to this faithless response that Jeremiah gave him. God's response is, don't say that. Don't say I'm a youth. Don't say you're just. Don't say I can't do the vision. 
because everywhere I send you, you'll go. Mm -hmm. And all that I command you, you'll speak and don't be afraid of them because I'm there to deliver you from them all. That's God's response. Don't say that. You mm -hmm. can do this. You're called to do this. This is what you're created to yeah. do. And I'm going to be there to deliver you. And then it says that he stretched out his hand and touched our mouth. Mm -hmm. He touched Jeremiah's mouth and said, behold, I've put my words in you. God will put his words in us. If God calls us to it, he'll equip us to do yeah. it. If God's given us a vision, he's going to bring the resources to make that sucker come to pass. Like that's how he works. You don't know how to speak? Great. Bam. I'm going to touch you and all of a sudden my words are in your mouth. You don't know what to do? Bam. I'm going to touch your mind and you're going to have the wisdom of God. You don't have resources? Kablamo. You're going to have all the resources show up at your house. Like there's no excuse because God's going to make it come to pass. But we've got to put our faith in the vision. Put yeah. our faith in the creator. The creator doesn't have to figure it out. The creator has a vision. He has the resources. That's who he is. And yeah. so as soon as the Lord touched his mouth, all of a sudden Jeremiah began yeah. to prophesy. Yeah. Immediately, immediately he yeah. had this great big download from the Lord because he stopped putting his focus on himself mm -hmm. and what he thought he could do. Yeah. And he started looking at the vision and looking at the creator. Yeah. Well, it's like, Friday night we had prayer mm -hmm. from six to six to midnight. Yeah, you know there was things that were prayed out Friday night because we didn't we didn't have the words. Yeah, there were moments where the anointing was flowing and he would put words for somebody to get up and start praying out. Mm -hmm. And it's by the obedience of letting him yeah. and understanding mm -hmm. how he works yeah. that he will give you the words to pray out, not you. He will. Yeah. yeah. And then applying your faith that, okay, this is what he's wanting me to do. I'm going to step out mm -hmm. in front of everybody and I'm going to speak what he's told me to speak. Yeah. And when you do that, he's going to back it. Yeah. yeah. Because he has equipped you with the words to say. In that moment, he equips you with exactly what's supposed to be said yeah. mm -hmm. at that time right then. Not yeah. that time an hour later, that time right then. And we've already seen stuff that's already started to happen that was prayed out. One of the things that was prayed out was addictions and bondages are going to be broken. Mm -hmm. I was able to go with a couple of people last night to pick up a guy who was at a drug house and said that he wanted to go to detox and reached out Amen. to me. Glory to God. Addictions broken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why? Because in that moment, the Holy Spirit said, I want you to pray this out right now. The anointing is flowing right now. Things are going to change because the anointing breaks things. Yeah. Well, then we also, I don't know who it was, but somebody was also praying that, you know, the diseases break. Okay, well, my uncle, one of my uncles passed away. His brother, that day that they were burying him, the doctors were calling the family in on him because they said that he had COVID and his vitals were dropping. That night, we were praying and somebody was praying that the diseases be broken. Yeah. Saturday morning, they took him off the ventilator. His vitals are fine. Glory My grandmother talked to him yesterday, mm -hmm. and he told her not to go through his stuff, that Thank he wasn't dead. Thank you, Jesus. Dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Things happen yeah. when you're obedient, and you understand yeah. that he gives you the words, yeah. Yeah. that it's not Paul speaking, or it's not Buddy speaking those mm -hmm. words, yeah. but it's the Holy Spirit through those people that are speaking. That's when things happen, because your obedience, your faith being applied yeah. to say it, this ain't mine, this is his, so if he's want me to do it, then I know mm -hmm. that when I speak this, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then that's when mm -hmm. things break. That's what 
happens when you when you step into that mm-hmm. obedience. Yeah. When you your focus is on Jesus and not what everybody else is going to think when you say something. Yeah. And your focus is on Him. That's running the race. That's putting in the work. That's training. Yeah. To get to that point to where you understand. If six years ago, I would have never heard the Holy Spirit tell me stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it took training and due diligence yeah. of figuring out the word, reading the word, letting him show me what the words mean, and sitting under a pastor who teaches the word where the anointings flow into where you get revelation of the word. And when you get revelation of the word, then you know that word is real. And then that word becomes part of your life, your Mm -hmm. everyday life. Mm -hmm. It's your strength to run the race. It's your wisdom to where to put your foot. It's the vision that he's given you. all comes from that. But it takes that step of understanding exactly what you were just saying, that yeah. he equips you. Yep. He gives you the words. He gives you the strength. He gives you the wisdom. Yeah. He puts you where you need to be in those moments. Yeah. I mean, we seen that last week going out when we went soul winning. Yeah. But he was talking about Wednesday. That's a really weird way to start a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, God wants you to have abundant life. But in that moment, the Holy Spirit had said that. And as soon as that was said to her, that's funny because I just read a pen that said I was going to be stepping into an abundance. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will yeah. give you words that don't make sense to you. But if, when you step out in the obedience yeah. and understand how he works yeah. and what his goal is, and that as long as you keep your attention on him and you do what he's asking you to do and run that race, then he's mm-hmm. going to meet you every time. With yeah. Him. Well, right. and you don't have to figure it out either. You know exactly what you're talking about, 100%. And so often... We'll hear, we'll hear what Paul just said and try to make it us like, I've got to figure it out. I've got to figure out the words. God's the help. Holy Spirit's the helper. Mm-hmm. And the Lord teaches. You know, mm-hmm. going back to Jeremiah, Jeremiah is fearful of, I don't know how to do this. I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. As soon as the Lord touches his mouth, yeah. the word of the Lord came to him and he asked him, what do you see? Mm-hmm. And Jeremiah told him what he saw. I'm sure it didn't make sense to Jeremiah. And then the Lord says, you've seen well. Yeah. The Lord taught him how to see. Yeah. He yeah. taught him how to be a prophet. He teaches the things that he calls us to do. Don't figure it out. If Paul had sat there and logic and Paul and Buddy had sat there and logic it out, they wouldn't have said that. They would have been like, do you know God wants you to be blessed? Like (laughs) abundance is a funky word to say to somebody who doesn't necessarily understand it, but the anointing was flowing and the Lord shows. He teaches that he guides. He's ever so gentle. Mm -hmm. He'll show this is the right way. No, this isn't the right way. Let's Mm -hmm. stick down Mm -hmm. this path. He's not an angry God and he doesn't just expect us to figure everything out. We're not islands. He guides and teaches and corrects. He's so good. Can I say one last thing? 100%. um, And I want you to put this in the comments too. Uh, just, just declare this. Yeah. I will not focus on my weaknesses. I will focus on Jesus. Amen. It goes back yeah. to, it really boils down to, am I focusing on Jesus or am I focusing on my deficiencies? Yeah. Because as you were talking about Jeremiah, Moses went through the exact same yeah. thing. Yes. You know, uh, God said to Moses, I want you to go and speak to Pharaoh. I want you to be a spokesperson for Israel. Yeah. What did he say? I'm a, I, you know, I have a stutter. I have a speech problem. I can't talk right. Yeah. And then God started rebuking him. Who made your mouth? Yeah. You know, who's the one who yeah. created the body? Who's the one who created the mouth? Yeah. You know, like he's like, if I created your mouth, can, can I not, you know, fix yeah. it? But Moses was 
was actually diligent. See, the, the, at the beginning, Moses didn't have the faith. He had it later on. Yeah. Yeah. But he actually, because he was diligent in focusing on his own weaknesses, uh, you know, he said, well, God, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. Eventually, God said, fine, then I'm, then I'm just going to have Aaron speak for you. Like, God was literally saying, I will heal your, your, yeah. you know, your speech impediment. I'll, I'll heal that right here, right now. But Moses kept confessing, I, I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. Because of that, he wasn't able to, to receive that healing. Now, whether or not God did it later, that like, I don't know. But at that moment, because he was too focused on his own problems, like yeah. I had that same issue one time whenever I first started ministry. I was like, man, God, I don't trust myself to do this. I, I was just frustrated. God, I don't trust myself to do this. And he said, you don't trust me? I said, no, I don't trust me. And then he said, so you don't trust me. I'm like, what are you talking about, God? He said, who put you here? Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. He was like, do you trust me? I said, yes. <laughs> you know. It, it bo- see, we can say, oh man, I just don't trust myself to, to save this. I don't, well, stop focusing on yourself and yeah. focus on Jesus. If he's calling you yeah. and leading you, he'll yeah. give you exactly what you need to yeah. say. So stop focusing on your own perceived weaknesses. Yeah. My grace is sufficient for you guys. Yeah. For my power is 100%. made perfect in your weakness. So whatever you have that you're like, man, I can't do this. There's no way I'll be able to step into that. And there's no way I'll be like, stop focusing on yourself yeah. because, because yeah. the more you focus on yourself, the less you'll be able to walk into all that God has for you. Yeah. That, that's how God works. Keep your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. If you keep focusing on your flesh, you're just going to become more fleshly. That's yeah. the direction you'll go into. If you focus on Christ, you'll become more godly. Yeah. The vision's always bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. If the vision's not bigger than us, it's not God. You know, the vision is always going to be bigger than what you're capable of in your own ability. It's always going to be bigger than what you think you can do. But that's because where there's limits with us, that's when we step into faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. We've got to please God, which means we've got to abide in faith. And if we think we're capable of doing it, then we have no reason to draw on him. I heard one person one time say that the reason that we don't see the type of faith here in America that we see in a third world country is because we have too many other options. You know, we have the option of aspirin. We have the option of medicine. We have the option Mm. of doctors. You Mm. go into a third world country, the only option they have available to them is that the Lord would heal them. Mm -hmm. The Lord would help them. It's bigger than they're capable of doing. We need to stop depending on anything other than the Lord. And that includes ourselves because we're Mm -hmm. fallible. We have a corrupted flesh. And we have the capability of failing. Are we believing to know? Is it possible? Yeah. And so if we're trusting in ourselves, then we're going to be disappointed. But when we move into trusting the Lord who created the world, who created the heavens, Mm -hmm. who's got all the resources of everything at his disposal, what Mm -hmm. can't you do? Yeah. There's nothing you can't do. Yeah. You are you are serving the God mm. who of wonders, the God of miracles, the God who yeah. parted the Red Sea, the God who sees a way when we can't see a way, the God that knows the end from the beginning, who holds the entire universe in the span wow. of his hand. That's the God that you serve. Mm. Yeah. What can't he do for you? What won't he do with you? Yeah. You're the apple of his eye. Yeah. He loves you. Yeah. There's nothing he won't do for you. Yeah, Pastor Brian just posted in the comments. Pastor! Uh, welcome. He, uh, 2 Corinthians 3, 5, and 6. Not that we are adequate in ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God, yeah. who also made us adequate as yeah. servants yeah. of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Yeah. I love that. Wow, that's <laughs> very relevant. 
<laughs> what we're talking about. I love that. Who also made us. Yeah. Is that yeah. present or is that is that past tense or is that future tense? Past. That's past. It yeah. already happened. He made yeah. us adequate as servants of a new covenant. Yeah. Wow, look at that. We've been made. Mm -hmm. So stop focusing on the old me. Yeah. Yeah. All things have been made new. All yeah. things. Yeah. Pastor has a confession that he'll say, um, and I have it in my phone. It comes up every day at 11 a.m. And he'll say, I am an able and adequate minister. Mm. I'm an adequate minister. There's That's nothing good. I'm inadequate with. Yeah. I'm an adequate That's minister. Good. That's good. And Amen. so are you. That's who you are. That's not just Pastor Brian. It's mm -hmm. not just me. It's not just us. You watching, whether you are at your workplace, mm -hmm. whether yeah. you are driving down the road, whether you're in Walmart right now, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're an able and adequate minister of the gospel because you Amen. were called to do it. You are an, a say it right yeah. now, to put it in yeah. the comments and say it out of your mouth. I am an able yeah. and adequate yeah. minister. Amen. I'm an able and adequate Amen. minister. That's who you are. You're not lacking at all. Not at all. Start where you are. You're able right now. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. You know, at, at the end of all of our broadcasts, we want to give you guys an opportunity uh, to sow into the yep. word today. Um, you know, this is something that God's been putting on, on Pastor Spirit is that, you know, we want to we give an, you an opportunity yeah. to sow into this word because... You know, the Bible says whatever a man sows, that he will reap. Do, yep. you, have, do you have a word for this? Um, I do. Uh, what popped up, what's been in my heart for weeks now has just been Matthew 6, 33. We've talked about it a lot. We've talked about it a lot. Matthew 6, 33 says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. The all these things part, if you go in Matthew, the, the verses right above it, it's people... It's, it says the cure for anxiety. Mm -hmm. So many people will get wrapped up in, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to make ends meet. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And what they'll do is they'll take their eyes off the prize. They'll stop running the race. They'll stop going forward and they'll focus over here of, I've got to make these end meets, these ends meet. You know, mm -hmm. I've got to, I've got to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But when we seek first the kingdom, when we stay on that path, that vision that we're talking about, yeah. he's going to bring everything mm -hmm. to us. You know, I was praying it out this morning during a prayer time here at the church. And it's like when you go to the store and it's like included with purchase is mm -hmm. like all these extra add-ons. Mm -hmm. These are add-ons mm -hmm. as we're seeking the kingdom and his righteousness and his ways, everything is added to us. Hmm. The finances, they're added. The finances, they're added. He's given us seed. You know, it says he gives seed to the sower. So as we sow, that's seeking first the kingdom, mm -hmm. sowing into the kingdom, sowing the things of God. Yeah. As we sow, he's going to add more to us so we can keep doing what we're called to do. He just adds it to us. It's mm -hmm. just extra. It's yeah. You can have a pizza of just crust, sauce, cheese, it's the toppings. You know, these are the toppings. The kingdom is the pizza, but then God's going to go ahead and add pepperoni to that thing. He's going to add some sausage. He's going to add some bacon. He's going to add the things that would bless us, the things that we desire. But we've got to seek first. That kingdom's got to be at the forefront. And this is an aspect of the kingdom because 
Not for, like, we do it to please him, but he wants us to do it so that he can then bless us. So that way, all the things can be added to us. Mm -hmm. He's not sitting up in heaven going, buddy's got to sew, Paul's got to sew, bless God. Like, he's not up there being dictatory. He's the God who loves his people. Pastor said it yesterday, a good, he said it many days, a good leader is all about the people. Mm -hmm. God is all about you. God is all about us. And some people probably think that's really blasphemous. Mm -hmm. But if you go in the word, his heart cry is, I'm their God. They're my people. And God, as our God, wants us Mm -hmm. to seek first the kingdom so that as the provider, he can then add the things that would cause us anxiety, that would cause us to be focused on other stuff. Mm -hmm. He wants to add those things to us. But it comes by seeking First, not second, not after we've gone all the way around the rabbit trail, then come back to, no, seek it first. Don't waste your time. Don't go over here in the ditch of making things happen. Just seek it first and he can just bring it to pass. He can just throw it in the bed of the truck. Your truck's going down that road. He can toss that thing in there. He can toss in some rubies. He can toss in some dollar bills. He can toss in some gold. He can toss in some bill provision. He can toss in whatever you need. Because you're going down the king, he's go, you're going down the road where he is. Mm-hmm. He's not outside of this road. He's not mm-hmm. over here. He's yeah. here. He's not going to provide for you over here because he's not over here. Mm-hmm. He's here on the road. But we've got to seek it first. That falls so perfectly in everything. Everything we just said. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, yeah. fix your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer. Run the race marked before you. The race over here says, "How am I going to do it on my own? You know, my own way." But Fix your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. You know, fix your focus on Jesus. Put him first and all these things will be at It's literally perfectly everything that we've been talking about. Yeah. Like it's Holy Spirit. Oh, God is man. Good. <laughs> oh, man. God is good. No, but it's so, here's the bottom line. We don't want you to give under compulsion. No. If you feel, com- like, if you feel a drawing of the Lord mm-hmm. to give right now, then give. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his heart for you. He wants you to be prosperous. He wants you to live in abundance. That's his plan for you. Yeah. Don't disqualify that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be the Jeremiah where he says, I know the plans I have for you. I have formed you. Before I formed you, I knew you. And I knew that I created you to be a wealthy man and woman of God. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. It comes by sowing a seed. Mm-hmm. Don't be a Jeremiah and say, but God, I don't know how I can make this work. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how. I don't Eliminate that. Yeah. Get that out. It doesn't matter the how. God will make that possible. He'll teach you how. He'll show you how. Right now, Holy Spirit's talking to you. I know it because that's how he works. He is probably given an amount right now in your spirit. Just obey. Just obey. And then the Lord's going to come and touch your finances. The same way that he touched the mouth of Jeremiah and filled, he's going to come and touch your finances. He's going to come and touch your bank account. He's going to come and touch your seed. And he's going to multiply it. Because his word says it. Put me to the test and see if I don't fill it. See if I don't far exceedingly go beyond what you've ever asked or think. See if I won't do those things. Don't question the how. Keep your eyes fixed on him and the word and watch him add and just be obedient. Do it joyfully. If you're not at a point where where you feel like you can give joyfully, then don't do it yet. Don't give it yet. Just be obedient and be confident. Be excited. Hope is a confident, joyful expectation. 
God is who he yeah. says he is. Mm -hmm. He will do what he says he will do. And your finances are called to be blessed. You are called to be rich, not just spiritually, financially. Mm -hmm. You are called to be abundant. You're called to live in that blessing. That's who you are. And this, this Bible, this word, seeking first the kingdom, it's the way mm -hmm. to make that come to pass. Seek him first. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I ask right now, Holy Spirit, speak to your people. Speak to your people. Show them the amount that you would have them to sow today. Not that they would give, but so that you can then bless. That's your heart. So Lord, show us what our seed is today. What have you placed in our hand? What have you placed in our spirit? Show us that thing right now, Holy Spirit. Let it be clear, crystal clear, no fogginess. Let it be crystal clear. And Jesus, I ask right now that the strength and courage and boldness of God would fall upon your people to step out in faith as they've never stepped out in faith before. I ask in the name of Jesus that the same boldness that fell upon Peter that caused him to preach the gospel and win 3,000 souls, that that boldness would come upon your people today as they give in faith. Lord, let the anointing rest upon them. Let the blessing of God overtake them. And it's your blessing that makes rich. You add zero sorrow to it. So Father, I thank you that right now, every person who sows a seed, I call that seed blessed. I call it prosperous. And in the name of Jesus, I command these seeds to reproduce like they're called to do so that these people who are sowing today would be those who finance the end time harvest of souls. I ask for the blessing of God to come upon their finances. Bless them beyond they've ever thought possible, Lord, and let them be the men and the women that rise up to fund the advancement of your kingdom in these last moments before your son returns. Let them be blessed, pressed down, shaken together, running over. May it come back to them 30, 60, 100 fold according to their faith. And I love you, God. We praise you for what you're doing in the finances. We receive it. We call it blessed in Jesus name. And we thank you for sowing. Every person sowing, thank you so much for being obedient to God. That's what's important to us. Obedience to what our Lord says, not, not what we say, what the Lord says. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, we thank you so much for joining us today. It's going to be such a good day for the rest of y'all that are watching. And tomorrow it's going to be great as well. Um, I don't remember. What's unfortunate I is tomorrow. Got we got what's Go, buddy. unfortunate tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> it, we're looking at you right now. What's unfortunate tomorrow. Uh, after what's unfortunate, we have Q&A with me and Pastor. Whoop. That's Q&A. Q&A. We got some good questions tomorrow. And guys, if you have any questions for our Q&A, please send them to us. Yeah. Uh, put them in the comments. Send us, go to whatsright.com and send us a message. We want to answer your questions. Yeah. So, uh, so we got Q&A tomorrow, and then we got something extra that I'm not going to talk about. Something exciting. Boom. It's going to be a good day. Make plans to be here with us, 1145 a.m. tomorrow. We love you. We are so excited to spend our day with you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye. Peace.